0: recorded this is the red ticket blues podcast i am brian buckley this is being recorded on october 11th 2018 to hit the internets on october 12th how are you how's it going you must be tired and i'm specifically talking to you giants fans i mean you guys gotta be exhausted from what oh from defending odell beckham all day long i mean <laughs> come on the guy puts up results and you know what i like about him my favorite part this is my favorite part he's sane He's responsible. he's you know, he, he, he'll take accountability for his actions. He's not an eyesore. He isn't a a complete maniac or anything like that. He doesn't make it about him, which I always enjoy. Oh, because Eli's not playing well. That means obviously that coincides with Odell Beckham acting like an asshole. And that's justified. Not all that glitters is gold people. Not all that glitters is gold. When are you going to get that through your thick skull? I'm getting to the point in my life where I can write a letter to my former self because it's always so goddamn profound and prolific. And and, and most importantly, I kind of killed that. Most importantly, it's important. Um, writing a letter to your former self. It's always I, very classy, very class. All the mentions. Ray Allen writes a letter to his former self. Wow, this was a really good. No, no, they're never good reads. Will you shut up? It's these, <laughs> these guys kissing their own ass and you're falling for it. Anyways, falling off track. Uh, so Odell Beckham. Do you not get it? I mean, I I I got to the point now where I've watched enough football in my life. I've watched enough sports. You know, my 15-year-old self would say, well, hey, out with the old, in with the new. That's what I always say, this guy's the future. We're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can see an asshole a mile away at my age now. It happens. You see it. You see enough T.O.s and enough Barry Bonds and enough jackasses that, you know what? They don't come through. And they screw up your team. They'll make great personal individual plays and, and wonderful things. And you can wear the jersey and you can fight the, the the rival team's star player about it at the bar or whatever. But they're not going to win you shit. You got to get that through your skull. So good luck. We had a really good guy. No, no, no. If you had a, if you had a better quarterback than Yali Manning, you know what he do? Basically, Beckham would eventually ostracize him, force him out of town. I mean, you don't understand. <laughs> you don't get it. Odell Beckham is never going to win anything. He's destined to put up amazing individual highlights until things don't go his way. And then he will fuck it up. He will sabotage it. He will self-destruct. He is a lunatic. So good luck. I mean, listen, I again, continue fighting for him. Continue justifying him calling out Eli Manning. Sitting there next to Lil Wayne. I mean, I don't want to sound like Francesa here, but, you know, this once proud franchise, this is where we are now. We have Odell Beckham, a guy who hasn't won shit in his entire life. Who looks like a clown, who acts like a clown, who acts like a dog, literally. He he will pee on the ground. And I'm not talking A-Rod. I mean, he's not, not, not literally doing it. He will, uh, you know, wh- what's the word? I'm, I'm I'm missing it right now. But he uh he, he will copy it. He will simulate it. There it is. Simulate. He will simulate urinating. This is a guy who proposed to a net. And I know some of it's, you know, you, you want to do the, the optimistic part. Oh, it's just goofy. He's just goofing around. No, he is crazy. It is always about, it is about him to the extent that he has to pretend he's a dog urinating. He, it's about him that he has to propose to a field goal net. Like, that. that's, you got to understand this at some point, guys. I'm sorry. I know I lo- you love your team, but... Let's face facts. Eli's almost done, and Beckham, ain't going to win his shit. Get, get whatever hotshot quarterback you want. Beckham will fight. Oh, no, but his teammates love him. Oh, I'm sure they do. Oh, uh, Because they fucking clapped his head. Oh, yeah, they love him. They'll go down with the ship, too. They have no choice but to love him. Imagine if they didn't love him. <laughs> what rapper would he sit down with next? You got Lil Wayne taking shots at Eli Manning on Instagram. I mean, what world is this? It is a complete dog and pony show. It's a circus. And every other cliche, and he's taking shots of Frank Isola. I mean, th- this this is hey, you if you guys like this, if you find this interesting, to like your football season, the the die hard, you know, blue crew, true, whatever. You know, you're big blue. You're gonna die, and let me, let me guess, you got you got it, thrown through your veins, right? You bleed blue, right? Which, again, by the way, is physically impossible. You don't do that. Um, no one bleeds pinstripes either, and we'll get to them in a second. But hey, I mean. I, I don't know how you can be happy with this. And now I understand. I looked at the score. They're down 24 to six or whatever. I saw at halftime. Is that all oldo Beckham? No, it's not. It's not. And, but, but people don't seem to grasp the idea. Like I, I was having a conversation with somebody on Twitter the other day. Well, why does, why does Beckham get all the shit? You know, like when other people on the, on the team, maybe say stuff too. It's like, are you that dense or is your brain that small? Are you that stupid? He is the star player. When he farts in the wind, it is a story. I'm sorry, you can't take all the accolades of your one-handed catch against the Cowboys three years ago. And then when he makes comments, be like, oh, no, no, well, that, that's not a big deal. That's negative. We like him because he does that. He, he, we like the positive stuff. It's a fucking two-way street. Don't play stupid. Fanboys. These, Peter Pan, It's not even Peter Pan Twitter. It's just, these are just fanboys. Fanboys of Odell Beckham. Not a good look. You don't want to be on the right side of that history. Because that's the wrong side of history. There we go. All right. So I wasn't really going to open with much. I was going to talk about Beckham, but I certainly wasn't going to open with him. But, you know, him walking off the field. I wasn't even paying attention, honestly, to the game. Um, I was just looking through Twitter. Because that's kind of like what watching sports is now. Tell me the last time you watched a sporting event without going through Twitter. Go ahead and tell me. Now, I know some of you, if you're not on Twitter, then obviously it's not really that big of an issue. But tell me, when's the last time you went through a sporting event and didn't I- I'll wait. Go ahead. I'll answer. Don't answer at the same time. Go ahead. Slow down. Don't yell. I mean, it's part of our lives now. So it's made watching a uh, baseball games a little easier because, you know, the whole adjusting and, you know, moving and spitting and swinging and, you know, refastening. And, you know, if I'm looking at some sort of meme of, uh, some lady in a restaurant or something that it becomes a meme, then Hey, whatever, you know, it's a big piece of bread, whatever. Um, let's, let's, uh, so that that's the NFL. <laughs> that's that's my nfl fucking my whole deal right there. there there's nothing else to say but we have to get to the uh we have to get to the real story and that was the story that i was uh last time we spoke i was like a lot of yankee fans i was pretty optimistic things are looking good one one they should be up two nothing they've dominated the series in reality they had and then Aaron Judge. Oh, man. Oh, man. The cardinal sin. Rule number one. Basically, the reason that the Yankees are done is that he played New York, New York. On a boombox or something. Again, I said this in the last, 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 bleh, last podcast. I still didn't see evidence that he was playing anything. I saw a large body walking away from other people. That That's all I saw. Very... That was a story which... A lot of the visual was not really explained, but everyone seemed to go with it. Whatever. I... Hey, I it's really it's it's unimportant, but what happened to the Yankees? That is what we will wonder all offseason. What happened to the Yankees? So game three, Luis Severino uh didn't have it. And in all honesty, even the Yankee haters were had a had a kernel of truth there. In the wild card game, he wasn't great. Now, Brian, he pitched four innings with no hit ball. You're right. A lot of counts that went high, a lot of hard hit balls, some walks. You know, it, it wasn't the cleanest game you'd ever seen. I mean, it's like an Andy Hawkins no hitter. No, he lost that one. Oh, Brian, you're so old. You know that. Ha 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 ha. I'm old. All right, I'm getting older, and I know an asshole when I see him. That old asshole is Odell Beckham Jr. Varying levels of decibel there. That really didn't give the full effect, but, anyways, um, Severino looked like shit. And I'll, let's 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 talk about this. The whole thing was set. I need some water. The whole thing was Severino finish my beer firestone walker brewing people know that 805 is probably the only good beer they have the rest of them are garbage i mean of course i drank it all but i mean uh, it's not like i'm gonna give them away to anyone or maybe even slow down <laughs> yeah right um but i won't be purchasing them again unless they're really cheap at the grocery store but yeah 805 that, that's nationally known. i think everyone should know that so i'm uh, I'm, on, I'm on the water diet right now in the last 10 minutes. So, the idea that... Maybe Ron Darling's right. Like, maybe Severino didn't start pitching till 7.32. The only way that would actually happen is if that's the way he did it. Because they say, oh, Luis Severino didn't know the time of the game. That would mean that Severino didn't know the time of the game. Gary Sanchez, Mike Harkey, the bullpen catcher, bullpen manager, coach... Larry Rothschild, who could could have been drunk, we know that, he looks like he drinks a lot during the game, so that's kind of a wild card there, he's probably got a few nippers in the back of his pocket at all times anyways, but all of those people are just like, yeah, so we're, you know, our lives kind of revolve around Luis Severino, or the starting pitcher, whoever it may be, is he warming up, well, I don't know picking daisies, fucking staring around everywhere. I I don't believe that story. I I find that not, not that Ron Darling has this long history of like lying. I mean, being a bigot and a racist and a disgusting human being. Yes. But I mean, making up stories like, 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 like he's some sort of hotshot asshole, like Mark DeShara on get up. I mean, I don't think so, which we'll get to, uh, that's what they call a tease in the podcast business, by the way, that's a tease. Um, But he didn't have it. What do you want me to say? And I knew from the first inning. And and I will say, I'm not going to say that I knew he was going to get shelled, but I was worried about the long-term Because I think, what, two? Two or three in the first two innings um, were hard-hit balls. They were really hard-hit. And I'm trying to think now, did they actually score runs in those innings? Because if so, then my uh, statement would really look, well, no ship, Brian, you really knew it. The first inning, he didn't give up anything, I don't think. I don't think there was any runs. But, I mean, that became a joke. And I will say that, Obviously, became a joke. It was 16-1, and they had a position player pitching at the end of the game. I will say this. Um, I was lucky enough to not see one goddamn play of that game because, like I said, I had to pick up my wife in uh, Oakland, so I had to drive there and drive back. And, you know, I I got to around the Oakland area, and I think it was 3 or 4 nothing, and they just brought Lance Lynn in, uh, obviously. And that's where, where Boone's getting shit on. And it's, it's completely justified. I mean, he waited too long. To take out these pitchers and to bring in Lance Lynn. You want to bring in a fireball guy here. Not another start, which I don't have a... I would have brought in Chad Green, but I'm not crazy... I mean, I'm not going nuts that Lance Lynn was brought in. It was the wrong decision. But at the time, I'll be honest, At in the present, I just thought, this is a weird move. I don't get this. But I wasn't like, what are you doing? And I know all the armchair fucking GMs on Twitter, you guys knew. You guys predicted in the beginning of the season the Yankees wouldn't win the World Series. Wow, congratulations. Do you know how difficult it is to be wrong at that, at picking a team to not win the World Series? Like, that that's virtually impossible. you are You're not that good. Shut up. Um, and yeah, I'm speaking to a few people, by the way, if you, if you think it's you, then it's probably a good chance it's you. But, uh, what was I saying? I didn't get to see any of that because I got there a little early in the Oakland area and I said, all right, well, she's, she's not even in yet. She's got to go through customs and all that. Let me watch the rest of this game or a portion of the game, uh, in a bar. So I actually take that back. I walk into a bar. And Lance Lynn gives up that, uh, that was a double or triple to cleared the bases. And I'm just, I basically did a little grandpa sips and boo turned right around, walked in, walked out, picked up the hat, said, okay, thank you. Not wasting my money here on beers to watch a game that is going to royally piss me off. So, uh, yeah. So that, that was actually the first bar I went to didn't have a TV. So I said, okay, well, this, this isn't going to fly. And then the next bar I went to was playing Monday night football. And I was like, all these assholes with their football. I must have like such an ass, such an asshole myself. God forbid people watch football. And then I finally found, I said, yeah, okay, I'll go wait in the cell phone area, which I didn't know existed in the first place, but that was demoralizing. That's when you knew something was up. And I'll tell you, I saw Twitter full of people saying, oh yeah, here's the stopper Cece." You know, CeCe sucked in the playoffs last year. He barely went a few innings. So the idea that CC Sabathia all of a sudden is Andy Pettit, by the way, I don't even know if CeCe Sabathia loves God or loves his family, which Andy does. We all know that. And he's also a starting pitcher, which we know, but I wasn't that confident, and CeCe didn't pitch well. I mean, we could play the whole Angel Hernandez game. I mean, he sucked in game three. Uh, When you know an umpire's name, and he's brought up before the game like that, that's never a good sign. That's not a good sign. You don't like that. That is not good for either team. And he had, what, four out of five calls reversed uh, that were challenged. He wasn't even that big of a factor in CC's game. You no, know, CC complained about the game and uh, afterwards, and and yeah, there were some shitty calls. But you know what? That happens with the home plate umpire. Uh, um, I kind of I gotta agree with Rick Porcello a little bit. Like, shut up, you know, pitch better. I, I'm sorry, Angel Hernandez did not play that big of a factor in in Game Four and the Yankees losing. Shitty, shitty uh, situational hitting, which has plagued the, C- the the team all year long, is the reason why. And Boone again left in Sabathia too long, left him in too long. It's it's the same old shit, you know? I will say this. Boone's not getting fired, you morons. I see all these people thinking it's MLB The Show, where you can just remove people and insert people, whatever you want. It doesn't work like that. I know he won over 100 games, and I know whatever, whatever. He, he's he got a lot to improve on, okay? A lot to improve on as a manager. He's not getting fired. Who, who do you want in there? Go ahead, tell me. Like I heard assholes called WFAN last night because yeah, that's what I was doing last night. Listening to WFAN here, which would have been what? One, two in the morning, uh, East Coast. I hear one caller call up and go, you know, I was always a Girardi fan, you know, and I'm really upset they got rid of him. I was never a boon guy. The kind of manager I want is a guy like, you know, um, Alex Cora. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alex Cora is touching. I heard him on WEI today. Everything he is touching is turning to gold. It is going to backfire in his face. That could be Mr. David Price in Game 2 of the ALCS, by the way. You know, because he is starting Game 2 of the ALCS against the Houston Astros. But talk about, like, I want what I want when I want it. I was never, I was always a Girardi guy. They got rid of him. They got this guy. I want this guy who just beat my guy, the guy that I didn't want. It's like, oh, God, can you be more predictable? Go back to your one-room apartment. Eat your can you eat your beans out of the can and go smoke a cigarette on the fire escape you fucking idiot oh man i don't know but it's a sad sad end to the season and it's a disappointment for sure i know a lot of teams oh i'd love i wish i could get to that yeah i know and i know there's higher standards with the yankees but when you get to the game seven of alcs with virtually the same team a lot and not the same team, but virtually the same team as last year and you don't get it done. That's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. I'll tell you one thing, you know, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, you know, I know Miguel Andujar didn't play in game four, whatever. Boone's got to do something, you know, Uh, you got to inspire something. Maybe Neil Walker and the guy, the same guy in WFAN said, you know, it's a shame Neil Walker got hit because I thought he was about to plant one. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I thought that too. There's no way to prove that that was ever going to happen, but congratulations. We're both soothsayers. We know what's happening. Um, You know, even when we will never know finality in that point whatsoever. But uh, it sucks that the two guys that, you know, kind of, put the team on their back to a certain extent really shit the bed when it came to the playoffs and it's not their fault. They're their kids. And that's, that's uh Gleyber Torres and Miguel Andujar. I mean, people want to look to what happened and, you know, what, what went wrong, you know, in the, these big losses and yeah, starting pitching wasn't great. And sometimes the bullpen sucked and most of the time, the bullpen was actually pretty good except for that, you know, game three, but And obviously Stanton, you know, Stanton's is. got a lot to think about this offseason. He's got a lot to think about uh, a big time. Uh, And some people, you know, no one's saying he's a five-star player like A-Rod was. All I'm saying, and other people are saying, is that, you know, he shut the bed in the playoffs and he's a high-profile player. I mean, that's what it is. Did anyone in their right mind have any confidence in Giancarlo Stanton in the ninth inning of Game 4? There can't be one, there can't be any Red Sox fan. There could be anyone, Yankee fan or Red Sox fan, that thought he was going to do anything. I, I looked at my wife and I said, three pitches, he'll strike out. Oh, well, he made it to four. How about that, huh? We, we knew that was coming. He's got a lot to think about. And I almost feel like, and I am not a scout. I know nothing other than reactionary bullshit to baseball, you know, results. He has a really short, compact swing. I feel like he should open it up. And, oh, Brian, are you telling the... Uh, the NL MVP last year how to swing a baseball bat cuz I, I am it's just it's all or nothing with that swing it seems like whatever who the hell am i i'm just an asshole it's all i am it's all i am I'm just an asshole but he was he had a brutal series but those back to those two young guys you know they they didn't have it torres looked lost and duhar looked lost it was just a lot of warning track power in that game 4-2. they must have hit about 3 4 5 balls it ended on the warning track. In this offseason, I don't know what you do with starters. You know, I, I just, I don't know. It's it's so sad watching a game. And you knew they were going to lose. E- even even when they came back. And, you know, Sanchez, you could tell off the bat that it wasn't gone. But it kept carrying. And it kept carrying. You saw Ben Attendee back up, back up, back up. And I was like, Ehh. And then I tricked my brain, you know, live to think that, you know, that Torres actually beat that out when it was pretty clear in the replay. It was no shot. It's amazing. This is how much the world has changed. Think about this. Eduardo Nunez is making plays at third base, and he's in there as a defensive replacement. Eduardo Nunez is a defensive replacement for the Boston Red Sox. Talk about the world doing a complete 180, completely being turned upside its head. I mean, that's... I don't watch a ton of Red Sox games. How bad is fucking Rafael Devers in the field? (laughs) <laughs> Even though Nunez played pretty well, I think he had like, what, one throwing error. I, I feel like there was one, but I mean, he he had good plays. And obviously, I mean, in classic Eduardo Nunez <laughs> fashion, he was hurt after the play. <laughs> I mean, that guy, it was actually hurt, but the, the initial reaction was basically as if he'd been shot. I mean, because that's the way Nunez is. If he gets hit with a ball, I mean, he drops dead. His body goes limp. And then five minutes later, he's, ah, he's completely fine. But that's... I don't know. I don't know what you do with starting pitching in the off season. There's not going to be a ton of free agents. You got to hope that some of these, these guys form form Uh, the chase Adams and the, the, and who else justice Sheffield. I don't know. I could see them making some trades next year. I mean, think about it. Who are the kind of people that they probably get off the, the, the free agency list this year. It'll probably be Jay Happ or Lance Lynn. They're on the team. Oh, Um, who else are going to say goodbye to Gardner? I think unless he's coming back for a reduced contract, I think it's like a, he's got a team option for $11 million. They probably won't pick that up. Then I think they'd have to give him 2 million. If that's the case, then sign him for another two or 3 million. I think a lot of that rides on what Clint Frazier is because Frazier or, or Gardner is going to be the fourth outfielder and the other one's going to sit there or not to be there. So. Uh, McCutcheon, I, I think his contract's over, right? So he's basically just a mercenary here. He wasn't, he wasn't really, I don't think he fits in the long term. but I, I know this sounds, I, I, I just rip on that WFAN caller who, who likes everything that's shiny and new, but you know, the Yankees need and the guy, I know he looks like he should be singing on the Jersey shore in some doo-wop band begging for quarters in the 1950s. But Andrew Benatendi is the kind of player you want, who will take the extra base who will he's got some pop in his bat who is fast who is a good fielder he's a good baseball player he is and he's a cocky asshole i get it and he will get his next year he will get his for swinging 30 and stealing when it's 10 nothing he will get his someone will throw at some actually who are the pansies on the yankees these days i can see severino throwing at him i think the only one that wouldn't is tanaka he he doesn't seem like he has that ilk um a lot of the asian pitchers don't do that they they don't they don't play that game so um, but he will get his, but that's the kind of player they need. And I really think, I really think give them some time. I think Andujar and Torres are going to become, maybe not Andrew Benatendi in that sense of that exact same player, but they are going to improve as a baseball player. I think it was tough. And I think a lot of people are not, okay, I know I'm repeating myself and I'm going to move on here, but I think a lot of people are forgetting the fact that they carried this team and they sucked in this series. So yeah, and I saw Michael Kay get all angry at Aaron Boone for relying on analytics. And I've, I, I'll say the same thing I always do. Analytics are good for baseball. If you're completely relying on them, then you're a fucking idiot. The game is a heartbeat, as Michael Kay said. Um, and then Peter Rosenberg interrupted him and said, let's let's use the word soul. Kay's just like looking at it. He's like, yeah, fine. Soul, whatever. You, aren't you a rapper or something? Um, so disappointing end of the season, but what else can you do? Now my sports world disintegrates. It crumbles um, to rely on watching the Giants on a Thursday night. Um, there's still baseball left, and I will watch it, but it's not the same. Of course it's not the same. Let's check in on this Giants game, actually. have they? Uh, is Odell Beckham making me eat my words, or has he walked off in the third quarter too? Let's see here. MLB, now that's tomorrow. Uh, 31-13. It looks like they are ready to score again, those Eagles of Philadelphia. Why am I talking like that? Beckham, six receptions, six targets, four receptions, 32 yards. I get his frustration, I do, but that doesn't give you the right to act like a horse's asshole every time. Sorry, that's the way I think. Uh, yeah, so, also the trendy little uh, topic that anyone who uh, he was missing chromosomes was uh, throwing out there is, Aaron Judge really screwed up, really, really screwed up with that New York, New York. Because then, the, then the Red Sox, you know, they stuck it to them and they played in their, their locker room. The whole thing reeks of WWE. You <laughs> can't play, that's my song! He can't do that. Are you? He's playing his song. It reminds me of when, uh, wasn't this was, was the 49ers and the, um, the Packers were playing each other in the playoffs a few years ago? And like Kaepernick and, and Rodgers were like doing each other's move. He can't do that. That's that's not his move. Just like, what are we doing? Ah, oh, that's a Hogan leg drop. He can't do that. or splash. Um, but I, I didn't, definitely not my kind of style. I mean, I kind of the whole thing. I still the whole thing's weird with with a Judge doing that. But you know, not my style. But then you see Aaron. Uh, excuse me, Mark Teixeira, old friend Mark Teixeira, who I'm surprised is not in some sort of body cast or in traction 24 seven because he's an injury waiting to happen. I would not let that man walk in front of my house on my sidewalk because guess what. You got a lot of problems. He he ain't going for the city. He's going for your pockets because that's the way kind of guy he is. Oh, you broke my ankle 74%. Um, So he's on Get Up, which Jesus Christ. You know, Mark Teixeira, I, I, I don't know who has been in his ear telling him he belongs in the media. I don't know if he got a little big for his britches on that terrible show that he did, that little skit-like show that he did on uh, Yes!, I mean, maybe there were tons of, pardon the pun, yes men telling him he did a great job. What was it called? Foul ball or foul territory or something where, you know, he interviewed his teammates and then basically just stole the skit of Chris Farley on Saturday Night Live where he talked to people and be like, you know, when he was talking to Paul McCartney, uh, so you're one of the Beatles, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I was. Wow. That must have been pretty cool. Like he just did that awkward like thing the whole time. And uh, I don't know. I laughed for maybe the first five minutes of the first episode and I was like, wow, this isn't regurgitation of garbage. I mean, Jesus Christ, you call this creative. So, yeah, and I know about creativity. Have you ever heard this podcast, by the way? So he goes on get up and says, yeah, yeah, he made he made a major faux pas there. I think he really inspired the Red Sox with with that New York, New York. I mean, of all people, a former Major League Baseball player, do you know how difficult the game of baseball is? Do you think that it's like, man, I don't even want to try. Baseball is too hard. These pitches are too much. Someone plays a song of a dead person from years ago talking about a city, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, and then all of a sudden he's Jake Taylor. And there's only one thing left to do. I mean, that is such a dumb narrative. That is for the simple-minded, low-hanging fruit morons of the of the world that actually believe that. And you know, there's. I mean, listen, I get it. It's a dig here. It's dig there. I don't find bulletin board material that big of a deal in baseball. Do you re- Again, Ted Williams is the last man to bat 400, and he failed 60% of the time. The game is not that easy. If you need someone playing Frank Sinatra to get you going, get you up in the playoffs, do you like that? Get up. Yeah, I'm surprised Mike, uh, <laughs> Mike Greenberg didn't ju- That's why we call it that. Um, Mark Teixeira, stop. Stop it. Stop it. And I even heard of Rich Eisen, who is a, another awful person, awful media person. But he goes, yeah, I heard uh, Marta Sheriff saying this. I think he's uh, drinking a little bit of the Bristol juice. A little bit of the Bristol juice. So I would 100% agree with Rich Eisen. And isn't it funny when he does that 40-yard dash? I mean, that that's a hoot. That's a laugh riot. I mean it's because it, you know, it's funny the the funny, the, I'll explain it to you the funniest part. He's not one of the recruits. So he's just like an older, like media guy who's not an athlete. And then he runs the same thing they do. That's the funny part. Get it. <laughs> Put a bullet in my head. All right. So that's the end. Oh, I just pressed pause for some reason. I'm sorry, about that I don't know why. Um, that's the end of that. And, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen going forward, honestly. I think it's going to be a great series in the ALCS. I think the Dodgers are going to come out of the the National League again. Um, Brewers really got the momentum going, but uh, the pitcher's racist, so I don't, I don't like that either. So, uh, bah, bah, bah. I think we're seeing another. I personally think we're seeing a repeat of last year's World Series, and I think the Astros are going to win it again. That's my that's my personal feeling. Maybe this year, I mean, they've added Manny Machado. Oh, no, oh by the way, the Yankees got to stay away from Bryce Harper. There is not another, they do not need another all or nothing player. They do not need that. They they really don't. I, I really don't want to see Bryce Harper anywhere near this team. I know some have said this before. Um, all the love. But some of those people have, some people have said this before. And I have nothing against the guy. You know, he, he has re- Yankee written all over him. Self-infatuated dickhead, uh, but no, stay, stay far away. And Machado, I, I think Machado's a great player. He is, but whatever he, money he gets is going to be overpriced in my opinion. I don't know. He, he's another one who's, who is just infatuated with himself, but at the same time, I don't have any solutions on who they do need to get. So, if you have some, let me know because you can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. That has nothing to do if you have any information, but once you tweet at me? That's right, at Brian Buck thirteen and at Red Ticket Blues. Speaking of that, I had <laughs> there's a great review from somebody here. Um, and by the way, I thought I've uh I say Google Play in this all the time. Apparently, I'm not on Google Play. I thought I was. So uh, that's Red Ticket Blues professionalism right there. So said Google Play, and someone's like, "How about an Android link?" Uh, Joe Bags, I think, said to me. Joe Bags and uh, Matt something said to me, "How about an Android link?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute, let me let me, let me find that link." And I'm like, well, "It's not Google Play. What's the what, what's going on here?" Oh, we got another review here. That's from Wednesday. Oh, Joe Blow. I think that's Joe Bags. Let's see here. I didn't even see that one. Okay. Well, let's let's read the one that I was talking about. This is this is stimulating radio. Okay, so the first one here that I saw last week on Friday says, "Time for a discussion," and then it quotes, "You guys, comma, this podcast is so important; it's everything." Jimmy Traynor. <laughs> I hate Jimmy Tr- Traynor with a passion. We should have him on the podcast. I like could just every every like cliche like crowd-pleasing, stick his finger in the air thing, just bring up the topics. He, he knows who I am, actually, because, you know, we've gotten into things. Just have him on and be like, well, you're full of shit. How about that? You and Dice can go make out in a corner. I don't care. <laughs> but Joe, I believe this is Joe Bags. Uh, and again, I... Oh, no, this isn't Joe Bags. Okay, I take that back. So it says Joe Blow 7778, Slaw 116. And it's sounds like I'm a trucker here, reading off, uh, you know an RV. What's that called? An RV. CB. Slaw116. That's right. Okay. So I appreciate Mr. Slaw116. Yeah, that's the, that's Twitter handle there. So he, he wrote that for me. Okay. So, I thought it was Joe Bags, but Joe Bags, by the way, is a good listener, too. Uh, appreciate it. Much, much, much appreciate it. Uh, the subject line here. Um, the best part of the podcast. No, Brian dot dot dot. So I didn't get to see the whole thing. I've lost 32 pounds and three inches off my waist because of this podcast. Keep them coming. You got it. You got it, man. Thank you for the reviews. By the way, I mean, think about it. I can read your reviews on the podcast if you actually submit one too. So that, that's that's a pretty good job out of you uh, if you do that. But uh, uh, what was my next topic going to be? Lenny Dykstra is in jail or he's going to jail, whatever. I best I, I, the best part about Lenny Dykstra, uh, he's basically just arraigned on that whole thing that happened where he tried to kill an Uber driver or whatever. And he said he didn't have any. You know, I didn't do anything. Maybe he didn't, but it, he, he downplays the part where he had the coke and meth on him. Because I mean, whatever. We all got who does who who doesn't have coke and meth on the procession all the time. Whatever. Everyone's a fucking uptight. Uh, the best part of the article, I, one of the articles I read said, <laughs> Dykstra denies being arrested, although a police report refutes that. <laughs> that guy is so screwed up. Think about the craziest person in your family, and they are nothing compared to Lenny Dykstra. Nothing. I mean, unless you're like related to O.J. Simpson or something. He's a murderer. Um, but other than that, they are nothing compared to Lenny Dykstra. That's all I really have to say about that. Oh, the other football thing, Drew Brees. Boy, he won a uh, the the most amount of, he won. He passed somebody to get the most amount of yards and whatnot. And boy, like that won't be broken in two years. And all of the, the people crying. Drew Brees, is a football player, they act as if you know he was out there in Katrina with a poncho on, like Jesus walking across water, getting people out of houses. He fucking threw foot touchdown passes. Imagine like cleaning the stuff out of your house or like floating away and being like, well, I guess uh, it could be worse. We could not have D- Drew Brees on our football team. Sometimes it's when sports takes on a level of lunacy. Maybe, maybe there's some people that said we've lost everything. We, we lost Grandpa Joe and <laughs> we lost Aunt Sally but we do have Drew Brees. He, he comes through in the clutch in that one Super Bowl. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, let's see. Oh, the other thing I'll say real quick here. Kanye West, I uh I've I've made it known on here before, like I'm an independent. I am. I, I, I'm not a Trump fan, but I d I, I don't find I, I don't see the enormous hate that you know again people go into a conniption fit about Donald Trump, but I will say the acts of Kanye West in the White House and in his Trump support I find to be absolutely Hilarious because it pisses so many people off. I have no idea if Kanye West is nuts. I have no idea if he is doing all of this for personal gain, just to get attention for something coming out for one of his record labels or whatever business he has. I find the whole thing absolutely hilarious. He is just—it is a master troll job of just pissing people off. First of all, why the hell do you care about what Kanye West says or does? I'll say it, man. And uh, not to get too political here, it may be a little controversial. Let's address the 800-pound elephant in the room. People are pissed off because a powerful and influential black guy <laughs> likes Kanye West. If Adam Levine came out tomorrow and said, I support Donald Trump, people would be like, oh, that's messed up. Anyways, they wouldn't care. And I get 25% of of, of the... People being outraged about Kanye is his craziness, like I get it, but the other part is he's a black influential, and I think some liberals have a major especially white liberals are just looking at it saying they don't say well you're black are right, so sorry they just look no I'm so angry and you know black people are disowning him i just I find the whole thing hysterical I really do the idea that you would ever care about the words that come out of Kanye West's mouth. About some sort of political thing. And obviously, it falls right in Trump's hands. I mean, Trump will have him over every day. They could have hamburgers and whatnot. But I think it's amazing. I think it's a great, great job out of him. It's so, so bizarre. It's so bizarre and yet so amazing to see so many people angry about something so inconsequential. Beautiful thing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, I guess that's about it, right? I don't know. What else am I going to talk about? We did the Craig Carton. No, we didn't do Craig Carton. Craig Carton is going to jail. We, 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 I do have to just bring up Craig Carton every once in so, a while. Some people got mad. I said, well, the Yankees lost, but at least Craig Carton's going to jail. Are you kidding me? Calm down, crybabies. Would, would, you, would, you, would you want Craig Carton in your house? No, I don't think you would. So shut up. I feel bad for his family. I do too. They're not going to jail. Craig Carton is. Shut up. XWFN host Craig Carton doesn't want prosecutors to utter quote ponzi scheme during his trial because it would be unfair the prosecutor says he googled that very phrase while under investigation <laughs> i don't understand uh carton's angle here about being like yeah i am completely innocent wait till i get my day in court he is going to jail and there, there's no doubt about that <laughs> evidence obtained from carton's cell phone showed that he conducted numerous searches related to ponzi scheme and ponzi in the months before his arrest. The search history, Cobra said, could be shown to the jury as evidence of Carton's consciousness of guilt. I would, uh, I'd agree. Get the brakes as it breaks. Go to hell daily news. You're lucky I even clicked on one of your goddamn links. Last week, Carton filed papers arguing that the phrase would prejudice the jury against him. Well, don't be guilty. that's That's the way I live my life. There's little doubt that the real purpose for the government's usage of the term Ponzi scheme during the trial is to incite jury emotion and tar Mr. Carton as a criminal. Carton was arrested last September for a $4.6 million scheme in which he allegedly used money from investors in a ticket reselling business to repay his massive gambling debts. I understand when you're like completely up against the wall and you got to do the things you got to do. Did he start forming some sort of exit strategy? Because from what I'm reading, there doesn't seem to be a way out. There's no way out. They just name a movie No Way Out or an album No Way Out. Wow, that could I like that jury selection in Carton's trial is set to begin October 29th, and the Red Ticket Blues podcast will be live from the courthouse on October 20. 20- no, no, they won't. Uh, no, no, we won't. Uh, we were talking on a few of us saying like we should all go and be outside the courthouse and have all like the underground WFN personalities of like Bill Buchanan, the Mike Francesa impersonator, and Mike and Montclair and Leslie and Fort Lee and, you know, all, all those people, Benny in the Bronx. And we'll, we'll have everyone out there and we'll all support Carton and then he'll like acknowledge us and then we'll turn on him and boom and everything. So yeah, I got a lot going on. I call Mike uh, and just a uh, little you know, fan fiction about, uh, Ooh, these are good. Let, let's read these. So this is at the bottom of the daily news page. So these are always the, you know, bullshit stuff here. Okay. Let's see if there's any good ones you may like bizarre Australian behavior perfectly showcased at the, and it's a woman lifting up her leg in very tight clothes um, at the grocery store. So that that's okay. Alan Iverson's wife dropped a bombshell in divorce court. I bet she didn't. And I think they got divorced years ago. Didn't they? That's, that's interesting. Uh, this isn't that good. Doctor says, cover up your dark spots, terrified puppies in lions enclosure. Does the, Oh my God. Did they, lion eat them? Submarine captured these horrifying Titan image, Titanic images. All right, Brian, you're killing it. It's just that this is bail, bail. This isn't working. The this is unbelievable. The Daily News, who again tried to paint Ron Darling as a bigot the other day, and then today said, "Let me get into this story real quick." So then today. Says a giant should, uh, get Colin Kaepernick. Cause that's fresh. I like that. Cause no, that, 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 that's when you've lost all, you know, any creativity to write a story to get people. And the guy and the actual author comes out and says, the, 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 so I don't do clickbait. I was like, that is the definition of clickbait. I saw some, they had some villain over professor write a story today. You want to get rid of the pace of play? Stop playing baseball games. Just stop playing, stop playing them. Because analytics has taken over too much that they should stop playing baseball games, why even waste your time or the internet space on something so stupid? The daily news did you ever think I mean maybe it did. Did you ever think we'd get to a point where the New York Post now looks like you know a, a beacon of journalistic integrity compared to the daily news? Jeez. uh do you have any other good one this half of this page. More than half the page is the, is the, the, oh, it just keeps going. Then the actual article, the daily news now has a never ending clickbait thing on the bottom of their page. Does it just keep going? It just keeps going. They just have those clickbait awful websites where it's like, hey, do do, do you wonder what fucking the girl from small wonders doing now? You'll never believe what she looks like. It just keeps going. You just, oh my God. It has a never ending page. Holy shit. This is so sad actual wild west photos you can't unsee. Sean Hannity would not apologize about his house. Guess what it was? <laughs> Man, I know this might be that not that interesting. Photos of dogs that want too much ado- Okay, stop. Okay, we're done. Uh, I think that might be it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I did a second one. Are you happy? Jesus. I got to get back to uh, my World War II documentary. I'm almost done. And I, and I encourage anyone to watch that on, on, on Netflix if you have it. World War II in color. We got the last episode today. You know, in this world of like where nothing happens and everyone has to have an immediate reaction. It's just amazing to look at something like, yeah, in this battle, 30,000 people died in World War II. Not a 10-year span. A battle. 30,000 people died. It's it's an incredible. It's about 13 parts. I'm in the last one here. It looks like we're getting ready for Victory Japan. Then we do the whole thing. Boom, boom. Uh, and then we go kiss everywhere and do the whole thing. Or is that VE Day? Is that VJ Day? I don't know. But I've been rambling the last five minutes and I appreciate you listening. So I want you to enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy your weekend, huh? Enjoy the football. Get outside while you still got the fall there. Oh, boy, it's winter. The old man winter will be there before you know it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,. Enjoy the baseball. I know the Yankees aren't there anymore, and I know some of you are happy. Some of the Met fans, I mean, boy, what an existence. You, know? you love hating on the Yankees more than you actually like your own team. But That's your cross to bear when you meet fucking everyone at the pearly gates. <laughs> that's all you'll have you'll have nothing else uh, so follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 at Red Ticket Blues and hey by, by the way just leave a review if you'd like I'm, uh, no pressure no pressure just look out your window I'm there there I am hi uh, iTunes tuned in radio Stitcher I can't say Google Play but because I don't think it's there hope I hope work on that one Podbean uh, so. have a great weekend everybody I'll talk to you next week Uh being said
1: No. no began to play. She sang a song to me, stuck right in my brain. You're just a memory. I believe that you. Turn my eyes when I asked her where she headed for. Back up to Boston, I'm singing. is some friends on my hand in the bus